Welcome back to Roundtable Sports. I am your host, John Newman, and we've got a bit of a different episode that I'm putting on today. I don't have a whole lot of time. It's just an episode where I'm going to be paying homage to, you know, some of the fighters that continued on fighting guys, you know, in their generation, not chasing belts necessarily, and then guys that after doing that stepped in and fought the younger era uh, fighters in the sport and were successful in doing so. And everybody, I think the first thing that comes to mind here, first name that comes to mind for me at least, is Michael Bisping. Um, of course, Mike uh, had his ups and downs in his career and really uh, at the end of it put on you know, one of the most incredible runs, he got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Um, and, and he always, he, he always, you know, was never hesitant to, to go in for the rematch like he did against Dan Henderson, stepping up, fighting Anderson Silva towards the end of his career as well. Uh, just, uh, incredible story, really. Uh, if you have not seen it, uh, I think it's called My Destiny, Michael Bisping came out in 2016, I believe. So, uh, I believe he fought once after that thing came out, and uh, it was the Gastelum fight, I believe. Um, maybe he fought twice. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but that was a great watch on, on Fight Pass. I really enjoy uh, uh, looking for a fight, Dana White looking for a fight. I think that's pretty good. Getting you know young guys' feet in the door. Uh, show them the window and then show them the margin between the top and, and the mid-level fighters. Uh, some of those guys were coming in there with, with, you know, uh, Dana and Matt Sarah's opinion of them being, you know, they've got that killer, killer, uh, whatever it is that makes, um, the top level fighters. And then it, it goes to show that some of these old guys still have the number in terms of, you know, training technique. All that goes into to what's going to happen once that cage door closes. Um, then on the flip side, you know, uh, I want to talk about, you know, what Amanda Nunez has been able to do. I feel like uh, I did not take uh, an, an in-depth look at everything that she's done in her uh, long career as a martial artist. And I'm going to try to find um, a lot of her old fights if I can in the fight library on Fight Pass. So, I can take a look and see, you know, truly how much uh, went into her becoming, you know, the greatest of all time as, as far as women's uh, martial artists go. And I don't think anybody's questioning that at this point, uh, two division champion, and uh, she's set to defend it against one of the toughest in the sport and Chris Cyborg, uh, who she um, already beat her and, um, looking for, you know, a rematch against, you know, uh, uh, a girl that the entire um, women's uh, MMA is scared to fight. I mean, as uh, if you've listened to me before, you know, I'm looking, uh, I want to see Rose Namajunas fight for the belt, but an immediate rematch might not be there. It might not be the best option, I guess. Um, I don't know, pay-per-view number-wise and all of that stuff, I haven't really been following so much because of, you know, the amount of of um, love, I think, that Kansas City showed whenever uh, they came here and, and uh, how, how the eyeballs were watching the TVs as well. And uh, we still haven't gotten, you know, confirmation on any other events. Um, and that could be because, you know, 
the UFC started on the coasts. You know, they started trying to get uh, they wanted coast to coast fandom and they were they've made middle America watch. And it's kind of pissing me off now that they're making us pay extra and extra just to see um, what used to be free on a cable network. And, um, you know, it's it's disappointing that you buy Fight Pass and, and sometimes it doesn't even load up the prelims that, you know, you want to watch the main card for but you'll you'll just watch the prelims and read about it um so that pisses me off a little bit um i'm gonna try to get this candy bar out of this protein shake there i got it um so that's that last weekend you know i gave you my reaction i didn't necessarily give you um my favorite you know key moments of it because um you know it was a lot there was a lot of people just uh in taking it the way that um fans I believe here do intake the sport. Yes, of course there's fanboys for every fighter. Um and I think that overall, you know, we deserve another event. Uh albeit, you know, a fight night, whatever it is. Just put one of our um just one of one of, you know, the most watched pay per view fighters out here. Um for us and and uh you'll see the droves and droves of people just willing to pay high price for the tickets because it obviously doesn't come around very often and and uh last time i was fortunate enough to get some company tickets from somebody who whose company had uh some sort of deal with the sprint center and whatnot and um i I was just fortunate enough to get a good seat in there where we could see over the cage and uh we you know intake all the monitors everything that you need to see to to see the whole show really i'm going to personally make my homework this weekend um well i've uh got a lot of actual work to do uh but uh in my free time i'm going to be watching um these older fights from some of these veteran fighters that are just now getting the recognition that they deserve um you know there's um peter jan uh jan blockowitz uh guys like that then um girls like Amanda Nunez and um you know uh Jermaine Durandamy who will be fighting this weekend against Aspen Ladd um which I'm I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to be able to watch that Sunday on Fight Pass or if I'm still going to need ESPN Plus or whatnot and I'm actually confused I don't know if I have paid for a full year subscription of that or what happened maybe I just paid for a trial I'm not exactly sure um maybe it's on espn2 tomorrow the reruns or something i have no clue uh it should be you know included in the cable package i at least get to see it you know maybe not live but at some point within the weekend so um as a fan of the sport i get to see what happened uh i don't really have very very much more to talk about i'm droning on about you know some of the some of the you know more personal topics of, of mma i think a lot of people um you know, they want a podcast that's authentic and whatnot, but then uh, I get too boring whenever I go by myself and I'm just looking at stats and then trying to make it, you know, what uh, a professional would say. So I, I'm i not going to, you know, make every episode explicit where I'm just, you know, talking, cursing and, and left and right, but that's kind of what my vernacular is. You just insert curse word here and curse word here, curse word here, and um, people don't understand the the uh that some people don't a lot of people are just like 
it's it's the middle of America. We got um, bigger things to deal with than than foul language um, and whatnot. We got the machines taking over, <laughs> and uh, a lot of people just uh, feeling uh, out of place or like we're forgotten, which I, I think is simply not true. Um, for society, for society as a whole. And, um, you know, our pro teams, well, with the Chiefs, we're going to draw eyeballs here, eyeballs here. And um, there's definitely going to be, people are going to see that the away teams are willing to travel to come see, uh, and they should be willing to travel to come see uh, an event like a UFC uh, in inside of the Sprint Center. It's a, a beautiful venue. It's, you know, now it's, going on i believe 10 years of, of being there and uh i've seen some great events there from from uh uh one of those new year's shows that the wwe did for pay-per-views that was incredible monster truck shows inside of there where they've got top level drivers maybe not the biggest course on that arena floor um uh, i still am yet to see concerts there and then of course the ufc which um was my favorite event so far to see inside of that arena um yeah I think that's all that I got here. I'm going to try to get this thing uploaded before Saturday um, and and uh, get this thing posted. So if you find any time over the next couple of days, you've got, you know, a solid 10 minutes to catch up on with me. Uh, I don't have the ad to roll, um, but this is going to be made with Anchor.fm, everything made possible by Anchor.fm. Please, 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 if you want to start a podcast, if you've got a group of people that talk about sports, just start talking on the mic and and see uh, if you can get any fans, any dialogue. It helps uh, broaden your perspective on sports and what social media can do. Uh, follow me at Talk More Sports on Twitter. And right now we do have a Facebook page. It's only got about 17, 18. I forget how many followers we've got on, on that. So if you uh, prefer that I kind of get delayed and and don't post that as much uh, or on on time as I do with this. Uh, thank you all for listening and uh, once again at Talk More Sports on Twitter, spelled how it's spelled. Peace.